Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our full moon forecast for October 20th, 2021. And before we get started, I do want to remind you all that I do study the Vedic sidereal system of astrology. So that means we use the astronomical placement of the planets at any given moment in time, meaning that the placements that I talk about today, if you were to download a star app and go outside, look at the stars, literally where they are in space, that is what Vedic sidereal astrology uses. The other disclaimer I like to give in the beginning is that I am in Austin, Texas, and so the times I use and the dates I used are going to be based for North America Central Standard Time. <sighs> I'm very happy to be sitting here recording this podcast. It has been very hectic. Um, I believe it was on this podcast. Yes, it was the public podcast. I wasn't sure if it was one for Patreon or the public one, but I did talk about this last Friday that uh, my partner and I were fostering dogs. And so we still have the dogs and it is definitely an adjustment to go from having one cat to managing three different dogs because I'm also taking care of my partner's dog while he's at work. So it's definitely been a week <laughs> of dogs and activity and not a whole lot of time to think about other things. Um, so again, as much as I absolutely love taking care of animals, it feels super, super nice to be sitting quietly, ready to record this podcast. I feel so grateful. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm really excited to talk about this full moon because this is actually a very, very special full moon. And so this full moon, again, is going to take place on October 20th, 2021. And in Central Standard Time, it's going to happen around 9 45 a.m so this is one of the morning full moons and this full moon is going to be taking place in the sidereal sign of aries and so if you follow tropical astrology you might be saying well i thought that the full moon was somewhere else but according this to the sidereal system the full moon is going to be in the sign of aries which is brimming with possibility this is the first sign of the zodiac so there's this very strong energy vitality a pioneering nature it wants to be first it wants to go first it's very initiating there's a fire and a passion to it and then specifically this full moon is taking place in ashwini nakshatra and so this is like the first of the first right so aries is the first sign ashwini is the first nakshatra so kind of amplifying all of that energy and so ashwini the meaning of ashwini is horses and the symbol for ashwini is horses and when we think about horses they have that initiating spark they have that uh, power and forward moving you know energy where they're constantly going and, and moving and they're swift and so ashwini is going to take on the qualities of a horse. And what do we think about with horses? You know, there's a freedom to them. There's a power to them. There's a beauty to them and an elegance. And so Ashwini truly does have this connection and it's going to embody these qualities. Also, of course, very intelligent. And what I think is really important to remember, I should also say that Ashwini is really connected to 
medicine and healing and innovation in medicine. And there's a reason for that. There's a story involving Indra or Indra, the god, the god of the gods. He saw the Ashwin twins and he was worried of their power. And so he forbid them from being able to drink the nectar that allowed gods to be so powerful. And so essentially the the Ashwin twins figured out a way to create kind of like a synthetic nectar, which is like this medicinal component of being able to create things. So there is this very strong connection to medicine and healing as well with, with Ashwini. Um, and something that I think that all of us can be thinking about, and I posted about this on my Instagram recently, is that the the sign of Ashwini and the nakshatra of Ashwini, it is going to have these leadership qualities because it is the first. Um, again, it's initiating, it's pioneering, it kind of takes control, it can have that initiating energy to it. And so this full moon, it's going to give us so many opportunities to take that control, to take that power and to take action in creating what it is that we want. Um, It's also an auspicious time because it's a time of release and letting go to release doubt, to release fear, to release anxiety that may be keeping you from taking a leap of faith. And I, again, I was talking about this on Instagram recently. Sometimes we can have karma in our life that is around being able to make our own decisions and learning how to trust our decisions, learning how to trust our instinct, learning how to trust our intuition. And if we were born into a household or if we've had a lot of experiences where people discredited our opinion, discredited our thoughts. If we were a scapegoat in the family where we were constantly blamed for everything, if our opinion was never taken seriously, if we were ridiculed for our choices, right? We make a choice and then we get ridiculed for it. Sometimes if you're the scapegoat in the family, you get ridiculed for choices that weren't even your own. So all of these examples And of course, if parents don't give you your own autonomy, or if they don't allow you to make your own choices, if they were kind of controlling and overpowering, even if it was at the time out of love, right, they may have thought they were doing their best. But as a byproduct of that, it can give us this disconnect from trusting our ability, from trusting our decisions, from trusting our leaps of faith, right? And So making a choice or making a decision or doing something that requires leadership, it can be so anxiety inducing because we don't trust our opinion. We need to ask all the people around us for their opinion. We need to ask everyone around us to make the decision for us because we're afraid to make that decision and to trust ourselves. And so Ashwini energy is so healing because it can help us reconnect with that faith within ourself, with that trust within ourself. And at the end of the day, when we're talking about making big decisions or taking leaps of faith or making big choices, we never really know the outcome of things. And I think that what it comes down to is in that moment when we're making that decision, is the decision truly from the heart? Is the decision truly best for us and the people around us? 
And then after that, we just have to have faith that we will know how to handle the outcome. Whatever comes our way due to that choice, whatever happens, we're going to know how to handle it. We're going to take care of ourselves and we're going to stand by ourselves without ridiculing ourselves or judging ourselves or shaming ourselves. So I think that that's really the important piece when it comes to learning how to trust our decision making and and not wavering and vacillating back and forth for days and days. So again, so this is a time with this full moon, it's a time to release doubt, to release fear. Any if there's any choice in your life, if there is a leap of faith you've been wanting to make, it's time to really look at what's keeping you from doing it. What's keeping you from moving forward with that? Um, of course, this can also be a really powerful time of healing. Uh, it could be healing a relationship. It could be healing your relationship with yourself. It could be actual healing, taking herbal remedies or something of that nature, because this is all of the things that Ashwini is connected to. Super powerful. And so that is my own personal interpretation of this full moon. However, in India, this full moon, when there's a full moon in Ashwini, is celebrated as Sharad Purnima. And so this is said to be the birthday of goddess Lakshmi. And for those of you who are not familiar with Lakshmi, she is Vishnu's consort and she is the goddess of wealth and prosperity. And so this is a time when people worship Lakshmi. It's actually, it's a really beautiful time because in India, it marks the end of monsoon season. And so of course, there's naturally going to be more abundance in the land around them and the lives around them. And so it is a time to focus on manifesting and appreciating, right? Either manifesting something in your life that you're desiring or really taking time to appreciate the wealth in your life, rather it be financial prosperity, relationship with other people, your pet, <laughs> your three dogs and a cat, your ability to read. I think about that one all the time. Like I'm just so grateful that I get to read books, you know the teachers in your life, your home, being able to have a fridge that has your iced coffee in it, you know, just really finding appreciation, gratitude for the wealth in our lives, because wealth isn't always material wealth, it can show up in many different ways. So this is a beautiful time to focus on that gratitude. And then if there is something that you're wanting to manifest, you know, Lakshmi is feeling particularly generous around this time. And again, in India, this is usually when pears are worshipped so it could be like Lakshmi and Narayan you know Lakshmi and Vishnu it could be Shiva and Parvati it could be Radha and Krishna or Radharani and Krishna so it is a beautiful time to celebrate pairs and it is you know when we're when we're thinking about Lakshmi it's Lakshmi's birthday this is a really wonderful time to focus on sweets and and creaminess of the moon so usually in india people are going to be cooking really creamy sweet liquids or creamy sweet rices i know a lot of us may not be doing dairy <laughs> so it could be dairy products that you cook with on this day it could be uh, non-dairy products but like almond milk or rice milk that you cook with on this day you may even choose to wear white or wear a cream-colored outfit, and it's a time of basking in the full moon energy. 
So if you were to cook on this day and you made something like pudding or, you know, like uh, some creamy type of rice dish or something like that, you could allow it to steep in the full moon. So it's almost as if it's receiving the light of the full moon and then towards the end of the day you share it with your loved ones. You could also of course soak your crystals and charge your crystals in the full moon energy and then maybe even drink the water if that's something that you wanted to do. If you wanted to make Tulsi water, if you have Tulsi at home, make some Tulsi water, allow it to charge in the full moon energy and then drink the water. This is just such a sacred sacred time um, with the Sharad Purnima. And Sharad Purnima is also going to be the full moon of the Rasa Leela. <laughs> if you're familiar with the word Rasa Leela, this is associated with Lord Krishna. And Krishna is the he's a god associated with beauty and so he's always dancing and, and playing and getting into mischief as a young boy. And so Leela is actually play. All right. And so Rasa Leela is this night where Krishna went out to dance with Radha and then the village gopis or the the cowherd girls. And it's just known as this night of bliss where they danced together and it seemed to last an eternity. And there are many different um, depictions of this. If you type in Rasa Leela, you'll see all of these different paintings of Rasa Leela, of Krishna dancing with all of these gopis. And it's always just very beautiful and very playful. So this is a really sweet full moon again. And I do love it because it's Ashwini and Ashwini is playful and Ashwini is energetic. And so even though there's a lot of intensity in the world, which we're going to get into because there's a lot of other intense stuff going on, I think it's such a beautiful reminder to come home to ourselves and make time for sweetness, doing something sweet, baking something sweet, cooking something sweet, even just charging crystals or making tea that we allow to sit out for a while in the light of the full moon, something sweet to nourish ourselves, nourish the people around us, making time for play. Rasa Leela, take some time to dance, take time to connect with a loved one. Remember, this is a day where pairs are often celebrated. So your best friend, your grandmother, your person, you know, someone who you love and who's very dear to your heart. And then of course, taking time to appreciate the abundance and wealth in your life, however that shows up. And then of course, as I was mentioning earlier, with the power of Ashwini, it's a time of releasing doubt and releasing fear and finding faith that we'll know which decision to make and have the faith to know we can handle whatever the outcome of that decision is. So those are a few of my comments for the full moon. Again, it's one of my very favorites. I'm really, really excited. <laughs> I always love this one. And it's also like right after um, the nine nights of the goddess, if you've been paying attention to that. So of, of uh, Navaratri. So it's just it's an auspicious time all around. So what else is happening in the night sky when we take a few steps back from just focusing on this full moon in Ashwini, the Sharad Purnima, or the Rasa Leela. When we take a few steps back, the moon is going to be with the planet Uranus. And Uranus is kind of like sudden jolts, sudden electric currents. It can be very revolutionary and very excitable. So you may be finding that you have a lot of ideas at this time. You may feel a lot of inspiration. 
you may feel that impulsive energetic energy of Aries that's intensified because Aries is ruled by Mars. So it has this Martian quality of taking power, of taking control, of making moves, of making things happen. Now it's with Uranus that's kind of electrifying that. So it's possible that you feel that impulsivity, that you feel that excitement. It's also possible that you feel anxiousness, okay? You may feel kind of jittery. You may kind of feel on edge. So do have that on your radar. Because this full moon is in Aries, we want to know where Mars is and how Mars is doing because Mars rules Aries. Mars is combust. And it has been combust and it will be combust for the next couple of weeks. So Mars is in a pretty sensitive spot. Again, we want to be mindful of irritability. We want to be mindful of being aggressive, of overly confrontational, especially with our communication or our online communication because it's currently in Virgo. So these are the things that we are going to want to be mindful of. Okay, and so just kind of looking at transits, looking at aspects, the sun is going to move into Libra on October 17th. So that's going to bring about a much different energy. So again, the sun is going to move into Libra on the 17th and will remain there for a month. So first of all, if your sun is in Libra, happy birthday, happy birthday month. And for the world, when the moon moves in, or excuse me, when the sun moves into Libra, I am a little concerned. It is technically debilitated and it's currently receiving a direct aspect of Saturn. Okay, so this is amplifying things a bit. When Mars moves into Libra, Mars will move into Libra on October 21st. It will remain there until December 5th. This period of time when Sun and Mars are both in Libra, this is when I think that things are going to get more escalated in the world around us. I think more um, confrontational, aggressive, maybe even violent. So we want to watch out for that in the media for sure. We want to be keeping our eye on that and in our own personal lives, being mindful of how we're operating and interacting with people because we may be feeling on edge. We may be feeling anxious. We may be feeling fearful, you know, so it's a time to really monitor what we're listening to because the human brain, I don't think that listening to news all day, scrolling the phone all day and having all of this input is good for us. You know, it's like we do all of that and then we wonder why we have anxiety. <laughs> so it's a really good time to remind yourself of that and remind yourself that humans are meant to get sunshine and vitamin D and fresh air and fresh water and time where you simply sit there, not necessarily doing anything to decompress. So really try to be mindful of your mental health. Try not to steep yourself too much in the news. We want to stay up to date. We want to be responsible. We don't want to make ourselves short circuit. Okay. And with that being said as well, when we take time to decompress, we are able to come home to ourselves to decompress, to blow off the steam, right? It's not keeping us amped up in this anxious, frustrated, angry <laughs> bubble. So please definitely keep that in mind. And again, with the sun moving into Libra, with Mars moving into Libra, Libra very shortly after that 
Libra is the sign of diplomacy and it's the sign of harmony and being able to balance the sides. It's about the other. So I think for us on a personal level, it's a time to try to stay in that space. There's going to be conflict. There are going to be opposing viewpoints. Is it possible to maintain our beliefs and how we see the world and how we think things should be done staying calm and neutral while hearing the perspective of others without necessarily taking it as a threat and it's really difficult to do it takes a lot of practice I totally understand that but it's a lot easier to do when we aren't getting rallied all the time by messages that we have coming through the screens so that's my own personal opinion of course this is a very Libran type of energy definitely wants to take time to pause hit the pause button you know let there be air let there be space make make room you know make space for other people's viewpoints make space for other people's opinions I think it's so profoundly important I think that having hard conversations is an art and I think that it's something we don't do enough and I think that it's something that it's an excellent time to practice doing and something that always comes back to my mind and you all, if you've worked with me, you've heard me say this a lot. There's a phrase from the Rig Veda, and it's the truth is one but goes by many names. And so I always try to keep that in mind. And I think that there are certainly dharmic principles, you know, principles of law that should be upheld. I think that there are principles of ethics and principles of virtue. Um, and I think that it's possible for me, you know, this is my limited perspective, but I think that it's possible for me to hold my dharma and what I believe to be virtuous and ethical while hearing someone who may go against that, you know, and I, I think it's really important to be able to do that because who knows, maybe they'll be able to teach me something. Maybe I'll be able to learn something. Maybe I'll just simply be able to understand them better and then release some of that fear and anger and frustration because fear, anger, and frustration doesn't hurt anybody but the person experiencing it. And so I think that when we take time to hear one another and understand one another, we can release a lot of that from our system and it's just healthy for everybody. So around October 18th and 19th, Mercury is going to direct and then Jupiter is going to direct. So now Mercury, we don't have to worry about the technology or the communication or, you know, any of that stuff going awry with the internet and our phone and, you know, like Facebook went down, all of that. We don't have to worry about that anymore. Mercury is going to direct on the 18th. And then, of course, Jupiter is going to direct. And I think that this is going to be incredibly powerful to have Jupiter and Saturn both direct moving forward. We've been pondering. We've been contemplating. You know, we've been seeing the world around us kind of going back and forth on wavering on how we should handle things and what we should do. There's going to be a forward moving energy. There are going to be more bold steps taken. Things are going to start happening. So keep an eye on that. Let's see. Mars in Libra is going to have a hard aspect to Saturn and Jupiter. So this is partially why I was saying I think that Mars in Libra is going to be uh, difficult. I think it's going to be, you know, I think that things are going to start intensifying. I really do. Um, and then, of course, Saturn is aspecting the sun, as I already mentioned, and it will aspect the sun directly, I believe, on October 30th. Don't quote me on that. It's, it's towards the end of the month. And so I think that we will see things begin to escalate even more towards the end of October. But 
you know, we, we're already seeing all of this. We've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks, and I think that it's something that we've been seeing. There has been a lot of changes being made, and there are leaders in different fields who are really disagreeing on how things should be handled right now. And because the sun is all about leadership and the sun is all about government officials, you know, I mean, I would say that Saturn is government structures and it has a lot to do with the operations of the government. And then the individual people within the government, the leaders, this, the high ranking individuals are represented by the sun. They may even be represented by Mars, depending on their position and what it is that they're doing. Maybe even Jupiter, you know, if they're like a counselor or something like that. But mostly the sun is what we look at to see leaderships and the president and things of that nature. And because it's going to be under so much stress, I can certainly see leaders in the world being stressed out, but I can also see leaders of the world making big moves because... Mars is following the sun and it's going to be combust. So we just want to keep an eye on all of this. Other things that we've seen in the news, I wanted to say, I read this article the other day um, where apparently there is new technology that seems promising in removing tumors from the neck and head. And so apparently it's it's been working in trials and it could definitely revolutionize healthcare. And this is something that we can also see when we have many planets transiting through Virgo, when we have these really powerful planets like Mars transiting through Virgo, is we can see uh, breakthroughs in medical technology. And so this is really exciting. You know, hopefully it is something that we continue to see become more popular and helpful in the world around us. And of course, we've been seeing a lot with the climate, which I was mentioning when Saturn and Jupiter are together in Capricorn, there seems to be a lot of emphasis on the climate and on the natural environment. So that continues to be a focal point. So that is what I will leave you all with. I suppose the final thing and I know I was telling you all to stay away from the news and to limit it so that you're not overwhelming yourselves. Um, but what I'll leave you all with is in the previous segments, we talked about the uprising of protests and demonstrations and how there's going to be an explosive energy. And when we look in the news, there are protests. There are people getting very upset. There are leaders making big choices you know, it's a time of making big choices. So people are put in a bind. They have to to decide something that is going to piss someone off, you know. Um, and there is a lot of violence. There are a lot of shootings happening. There are a lot of disappearances. There is a lot of aggravation and aggression. And I really do think that in the upcoming weeks or months, things are going to intensify even more. So Let's all be super mindful. Let's all be super careful and all do our best to create a world of diplomacy and of kindness and of respect because how we choose to interact with people and the time that we invest in ourselves, the time that we invest healing ourselves and nurturing ourselves. When we do that, we learn so much about the human psyche and how things work. And what it naturally does is create so much compassion and love for the people around us. So I do hope this was helpful. I hope that you have some full moon intentions on on the schedule for yourself. If you have any questions for me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. 
you can visit my website innerknowing.yoga to schedule a reading please follow me on instagram astrology now underscore podcast and learn how these transits personally impact you on my patreon patreon.com slash astrology now podcast again my name is christine rodriguez this is astrology now thank you so much Thank you.